10, 5, he's into the end zone, touchdown Arkansas State. Deflected into the hands of Feltz, Avery for three, hits. Culver is safe, the Red Wolves have walked it off. Welcome to the Second to None Podcast, the A-State Podcast, presented by Simmons Bank. Now, here's a couple of guys who know the Red Wolves like no one else, Matt Stoltz and Brad Bobo. Coming up, we've got a lot of good stuff to talk about. Three women that uh, had a huge weekend yes. for Arkansas State. And we'll talk about the two women that were able to earn first-team All-American honors Saturday in Austin at the NCAA Outdoor Championships a little bit later on. We'll just call this one, how about we'll call this episode, Two All-Americans and the Next Miss America. I like that title a lot. And we're going to bring in first our friend, somebody we've known for <laughs> Many years yep. now. Couldn't be happier for it's the new Miss Arkansas 2023. Welcome in, Corey Keller. How you doing, Corey? I'm great. I've always wanted to be on the Second to None podcast, so I'm glad I'm finally making my debut. <laughs> well, it takes a lot, but uh, winning Miss Arkansas certainly qualifies you as a guest. And I can't imagine, we were talking about it off the air just a moment ago, Corey, just all the media obligations that you're you're having to fulfill right now. What's it been like ever since you put that crown on on Saturday night? It's been pretty nonstop. As soon as I got crowned, they whisked me away to do a KRK interview, came back on stage, met sponsors, took photos, went to an after party, went and saw my dad. And then the next day I got up right and early for a photo shoot to sign my contracts, get my car. And all day today, I've been doing media. This is my fourth appearance, and it's only noon. You got a lot going on. You mentioned your dad, yep. and I do want to start there because uh, your dad is a guy who uh, I know loves Arkansas State University. And yes, he does. He was not able to be at the Miss Arkansas pageant the other night. And you told us even before we started recording this that he is doing better now, but uh, yeah. he had a heart attack recently. Kind of take us through what that night was like for him on Saturday as as he tried to watch you from afar win Miss Arkansas. Two weeks ago, as you mentioned, he had a heart attack after having triple bypass surgery and it's landed him in the ICU at Baptist Health here in Little Rock. Incredibly grateful for an amazing medical staff that has loved on us the last two weeks, my family and I, and have put him in a position to where they think he can make a recovery, which is phenomenal and such a blessing. He watched with the nursing staff and physicians Saturday night with people holding pressure on his neck as they were removing a device that was helping him. And it was just really, really special to know that he is in the best hands possible and that he was watching and that he was okay because life is so short. And I think we sometimes forget that, but until we're faced with a very scary situation like your parent being in the hospital or not being able to be there with them during hard times we forget that but I'm just so fortunate that he is under great care and got to watch and I got to see him Saturday night so what's that like because I mean your dad is very present I know he has been at pageant stuff and when mm -hmm. you're doing when you're doing ESPN plus stuff he comes to a lot of it and you heck you guys have done ESPN plus broadcast together at Arkansas State. yes so What's it like to walk into his hospital room sometime late, late Saturday night as Miss Arkansas? The week itself was hard just because it's a high stress, high emotional environment anyways. And 
I talked about it in my interview, my private interview with the judges. I talked about it on stage and got a little emotional. But having that moment with him late Saturday night was so special. And we just got to go right into the hospital and the nursing staff was sitting there waiting on us. They got him all fixed up and bought him lotion from Bath and Body Works to be able to smell good, fixed his hair. And they were just so, (laughs) so kind and made it really special for us. So it was great. Sad he couldn't be there, but it was great to get to see him. For those who watched, uh, myself included, there was a new sort of onstage conversation part of the pageant. And you, this is the first time you on stage sort of talked about your dad being in the hospital and talk about now how you know, makes cardiovascular health or you know, going to be one of your platforms here. And it's not like, I mean, look, you've been in this thing a long time. You knew you were going to have a platform, but talk about now this one and, and kind of how it uh, obviously hits a little closer to home. I think it's very ironic the way that things happen in our life. I started becoming an advocate with the American Heart Association this past year because my community service initiative for Miss Arkansas is Feeding the Future Collaborative Solutions to Hunger. And a big initiative for the American Heart Association is food access programs so there can be equitable access to healthy food so people can live heart-healthy lifestyles forever. And now I've been able to take my platform of fighting food insecurity and be an official advocate and partner of the American Heart Association. And then my dad gets sick. It's just been incredible to have their support. It's been incredible to know that I'm able to make a difference. I just got back from Washington, D.C. right before Miss Arkansas advocating with our Arkansas congressman on behalf of the American Heart Association. And I found out my dad had cardiovascular disease while I was there with AHA. Hmm. So life, it's going to happen how it's supposed to. Everything happens for a reason. And I have seen that more and more over the last three weeks. Uh, I do want to ask you this before we kind of move on to the next topic here. But what were those first words the other night when you walked into the hospital room? He said, hey, Miss Arkansas. And we just posted on the Miss Arkansas social media and my personal social media, the video. So I encourage everyone to go watch. It's really sweet. And he tried to get up. He's connected to all of these monitors. And we're like, no, please sit down. But he was so, so excited. And it was a very sweet and special moment that I'll remember forever. Well, it's so special and special for us just because we've been so fond of you over the years and and all your time, and we've seen everything you've done at Arkansas State and the way you've been able to flourish and start up your career and, and all the different things you've done. You've done it while we've watched you at Arkansas State. So mm-hmm. what has Arkansas State meant to you as far as making you the person that you are right now? I think if you know me, you know I'm a very proud Red Wolf. I was Miss Arkansas State University. I'm now the first former Miss Arkansas State to be Miss Arkansas. And I will always be a proud Red Wolf. It gave me opportunities. It gave me my education. It gave me friends. It gave me my second family, my Red Wolves family, the people of Jonesboro who loved and took care of me during my six years there. I'm just so incredibly fortunate to have gone to a university that cares about every student, that loved me like family, and that pushed me academically to be my best self, to be the best version. And I'm glad that I got to pay for my education through the Miss Arkansas organization completely debt-free and go to Arkansas State and get an affordable education that also provided amazing opportunities that have 
prepared me for my professional and now Miss Arkansas career. In a way, I'm sure it feels like the long and winding road because it's something you've been after that you've wanted, you know, for so long and have worked to do. Tell the folks kind of two things. Number one, kind of your path and your history through the Miss Arkansas program to now and then, and then kind of what your window to accomplish this was in terms of kind of how many chances you had left. This was my 16th year of involvement in the Miss Arkansas organization. I started as a Diamond State Princess, which is a mentorship program for children at ages 5 to 12. I started at 9, and then I was Miss Arkansas team contestant for five years, only ever placed in the top 10, but loved that experience and made so many great friends through it. And then as a Miss Arkansas contestant, this was my fourth time competing. My first year, I was Miss A-State, and then this past year, I was Miss Metro, and took a lot of perseverance, took a lot of hard work, drive, and I learned a lot about work ethic and dedication through this. I had a couple more years to compete, but so grateful that now this is my reality. And this is something that I get to love and be loved by Arkansas for the next year. You had a couple of more years that you could compete, but yes, were you going to? Was this it? Was it kind of all or nothing this year? I really went in this year with no regrets. I said, I'm going to go in, I'm going to do my very best. And I had this weird piece about the whole process because when you compete, you just never know what, how well you're going to do first and foremost. And secondly, how you're going to feel when it's over. Did you feel fulfilled through the week? Did you feel like you accomplished what you wanted to? And of course my goal was to win. I think that's the goal going in every year, but as someone who competed their first year and never heard their name called past preliminaries. And then the second year to make the top 15. And then my third year to make the top 10, I said, you know, this is all or nothing for me. And I want to give it one last final go around. So I worked all year long for this and very thankful that it came to fruition so you said there was a piece Mm -hmm. and i understand but what was your confidence level like during the week i'm a person who i don't necessarily like to brag on myself i don't always like to paint a picture in my mind that i'm the best or that i'm gonna beat everyone i don't have that kind of mentality but i had this serenity about I'm confidently myself. I've worked hard. I've become a professional. I'm successful because of what this organization has taught me. And now I know that if I was Miss Arkansas, I could do a good job and I could further the mission of this organization. I think that's where the piece came from. And of course, having the confidence to be comfortable who you are is something that this organization has taught me. And it was very beneficial this past week. Going to be a fun road ahead for you as you get ready for Miss America. So what are the next steps now? How are you going to start preparing for the big pageant coming up? We start meetings for that next week. So I'm excited to get to meet the Miss America prep team and work with them. We have a whole entourage of executive directors, vice presidents, presidents, Miss America prep team that will do interview prep. We'll talk about wardrobe. We'll go see sponsors that will help me and We'll talk about Miss America tickets and what that looks like. As of right now, we don't know when or where Miss America is going to be, but we think it will be sometime in January. So as far as the details of location and how I'll get there, we're not sure, but prep starts almost immediately. Well, that's a little different, right? I mean, in terms of like January, had that been historically kind of in the fall? It had been in the fall, and then they moved it to December the last couple of years. And now I think they're trying to push it away from the holidays a little, so... We'll see how it goes. Now, the last 
Miss Arkansas that went on to win Miss America was yes. Savvy Shields, who is the daughter of our current chancellor, Dr. Todd Shields. So yes. do you know Savvy? I don't know if you want to ask much advice from Dr. Shields, but, <laughs> but certainly you have some good uh, family ties to Arkansas State there. I do. I have loved getting to know Dr. Shields and Karen over the last year, working with Miss A-State, still very involved with that prior to becoming Miss Arkansas. So I got to know them and talk to them. And of course, Karen is a wealth of knowledge from Mother America. But talking to Savvy, we've known each other since I was a Diamond State princess. She was Miss Arkansas's teen when I was a princess. So we have kind of grown up together in this system. And it's been amazing getting to see her journey, getting to see her be crowned Miss America. It was a year before I was Miss A-State. And again, it's one of those things where there's always a plan so much greater than ours. And Savvy's dad now being at A-State and just having this relationship with them prior, it's just, it's so special. I'm so glad that he is a Red Wolf with us now. It's not just you from Arkansas State that has had success through this Miss Arkansas organization. We've seen a lot of Arkansas State graduates in recent years especially have success through this. And just here in the last few years to see Claudia Raffo go through this process as uh, Miss Arkansas and going on to compete in Miss America. Do do you kind of lean on her a little bit? Absolutely. Claudia and I are actually sorority sisters as well. We're Alpha Gams at A-State together. We were on the dance team together, and she's my grand big and my sorority. I just love her to pieces. And we talked yesterday and she said, please let me know if you ever need anything. And Paula and Coach Raffo are so, so kind and have offered their home to me and have offered any kind of love and support that I will need while I'm in Jonesboro and just throughout the year. And they've been a wealth of knowledge and great friends of mine. And I'm very fortunate to have them in my corner. There were, I think, six Arkansas State either students or alums in the Miss Arkansas pageant this year. Claudia yes. just won it. Maggie Benton is a Jonesboro kid, yeah. even though she went to Arkansas State. Mm-hmm. But another Jonesboro. So, man, what is it about me? There's kind of this part of the state has it going on right now when it comes to Miss Arkansas. They do. There's a lot of Miss Arkansas competitors from the Northeast Arkansas area, even in the teen system. They produce really high quality women, and I'm glad to be associated with them and have a small part of Northeast Arkansas in my heart. Now, we've seen you in recent years, and we've talked about some of the things you did while you were a student, being an Alpha Gam, being on the dance team, but we've seen you get involved as far as the broadcasting side, and we've been Mm -hmm. able to work alongside you with your uh, ESPN Plus experience now. So how do you think that's helped you in this Miss Arkansas process? The ability to monitor and adjust is kind of the phrase, the week of Miss Arkansas and as Miss Arkansas, you never know what's going to be thrown your way. And in a broadcast, it's kind of the same. You never know what might malfunction or you never know what might happen during a game that you have to immediately adjust to. So that helped me. And of course, having that national broadcast experience, the professionalism that comes with it, getting to meet high-profile people like Demario Davis and former Miss Americas that are Arkansas yeah. State alums. It's very special, and I'm very, very glad to have that professional experience. Now, i got to ask this, since we're going to talk about this broadcast part, because you sent me a text, and I'll talk about that in a moment, but then also you, you responded to the tweet that A-State Athletics sent out. And in both cases, 
kind of referenced working with a state this year i gotta ask in your mind do you think miss arkansas is going to be a football sideline reporter this fall i'm not sure if she'll be a football sideline reporter this fall but she will definitely be at all red wolves foundation events and be the biggest cheerleader for arkansas state athletics and i hope that i get invited to come to football basketball baseball soccer and do whatever I could do to support A-State Athletics. And I know Brad asked that because, I mean, your schedule is just so demanding. It's hard to do something like that because of all your other commitments. And look, we talk about how busy your media schedule is just here in the last couple of days, but it really is not going to slow down for you as you get ready for Miss America. No. It really won't. And they said once school starts, Miss Arkansas, we're very fortunate here in our state to be able to waive appearance fees for schools. So I will be booked and busy once the fall comes and students are back in school. So I will be traveling the state. I told someone earlier, I said, I have ditched my office job and now the state is my office. Hmm. So I will be utilizing that throughout the year. Well, listen, I'll tell you right now, and with all these people listening you know and you can find that football schedule so you just let me know the day that you want to go out and be you know part of the coin toss at a football game oh well sign me up we will be in contact yep, whatever day, whatever date you want you got well thank you so, i look forward to it uh, let me go back to saturday night and i think this is a good change and i don't know if it's across the board but i, I know miss arkansas did it they would pair down this top five and they'd announce the fourth runner-up, third runner-up, second runner-up. And historically, back forever, as long as you can remember, the next name they said was the first runner-up, which means by default mm-hmm. they were announcing who won, except for nobody would ever hear who won because people would just start hooping and hollering when they announced who got first runner-up. Now, yes. so I'm happy to see that from a drama standpoint, I'm happy to see that the name they announced is Miss Arkansas. So when you're standing there and it's you and it's Camille Cathy, who's also a Northeast Arkansas kid from Wynn, Yes. You guys are standing there, and they specifically say, the next name we say is Miss Arkansas. What are Mm -hmm. those seconds like? My mom had asked me the same question. She said, what did y'all say? What What was the conversation? We didn't say anything. It's this mutual understanding that you're in such a unique position and that someone's life is about to change forever. I love Camille. I've gotten to see her grow up throughout this organization, and it's very special to be standing there and yes it is dramatic and drama filled and just so suspenseful but it's kind of a blur now because it all happens so quickly when you're standing up there but yes very surreal very tense for sure by the time you get to your phone how many (laughs) how many texts i mean i know you know the number how many texts were sitting on your phone when you got to it I had about 430 text messages. I had about 2,000 new followers on Instagram and hundreds of direct messages on every platform imaginable. So I told someone today, I said, I think my phone is going to explode because it is blowing up. I'll tell you this. I can't speak for the other 429 of them, but I'll say this. I sent... Corey a text I mean the pageant had just ended because I was sitting in my living room and, and I told her and this is no joke like I mean you sh- the neighbors probably heard me hooping and hollering <laughs> when they said with no expectation of a response but when I woke up Sunday morning 
I had a text from Miss Arkansas, which, by the way, served me a lot. I mean, I've got a pretty good humble brag out of that because I had to go, <laughs> I had to go play in a golf tournament Sunday morning. So I'm like, which of the rest of you sap suckers woke up to a text from Miss Arkansas? <laughs> that is so funny. You know, I'm trying my very best to sift through all of the text messages as I go. So. Don't be bragging too loud. Not everyone's gotten a response <laughs> yet, but I promise I'm doing my best. Yeah, Brad's, uh, he's walking a little bit taller this morning. <laughs> <laughs> well, Corey, we couldn't be more proud of you. Just really, really happy for yep. you and, and your accomplishments. And uh, we'll be cheering for you and can't wait to see you very, very soon yep. at an A-State football home game. Yes. Well, thank you so much. I'm ready to be back in Jonesboro and see all of my people and come to the athletics office and see you, Brad, and the whole staff there. As I was a graduate assistant not that long ago, it'll be a lot lot of fun. And congratulations to our two new All-Americans. That's amazing. Yeah, yeah. When did you find out about that with uh, Paulina Meyer and Cameron Newton-Smith? The same night you win Miss Arkansas, they both were winning first-team All-Americans in Austin. Yes, I got on Twitter and I went to the athletics page, because A-State Athletics, because they had posted about me so kindly, which I really appreciate. And I saw that their announcement was there as well. So that's so impressive. A-State track and field, man, they are something to keep an eye out for they have swept it once again this year and i'm so proud of them and coach patchell and everything they're doing over there well we're proud of you and Absolutely. everything you're doing Corey, and we appreciate you joining us this has been fun. thank y'all that's Corey keller joining us here on the second to none podcast presented by simmons bank we've got more to come right after when this. we play today we win something bigger than ribbons or trophies we win our tomorrows wherever we play wherever we fight wherever we overcome odds We're winning our way. Simmons Bank is committed to supporting women athletes in the communities we serve and are proud to be an official sponsor of A-State Women's Athletics. Not just for a season, but for a winning future. Seasons are short, but fierce is forever. Simmons Bank, member FDIC. Well, we mentioned earlier a big night Saturday, not only for Corey Keller winning Miss Arkansas, but... A couple of A-State track and field athletes, both former guests of the podcast, mm-hmm. something we like to point out a lot. I don't think there's... It's not a coincidence. Any coincidence whatsoever that they're first-team All-Americans now. Cameron Newton-Smith and our buddy Paulina Meyer. Paulina was in here just a few weeks ago. She competed in the 3,000-meter steeplechase and ended up making a, a late surge to get into eighth place. And because she finished in the top eight, she was a first-team All-American. And our man Caleb Garner from A-State Sports Information was actually in Austin for uh, the NCAA Outdoor Championships. And right after the race, he had a chance to visit with Paulina, here's what she had to say. Finishing as a first-team All-American, what does that mean to you? Oh, it means the world to me. I'm super proud to be a Red Wolf, and I'm just so honored, so grateful to be able to start for Arkansas State. I'm, I'm just so thankful for all the years of support. And before the race, I told Jesse that this is my last race as a Red Wolf, and I got a little emotional, but definitely super proud and. I'm just super thankful for Jesse, for my teammates, for for A-State. Exclusive content for the Second to None podcast by our man on the scene. Yeah, we appreciate uh, Caleb doing that. And, you know, the fact that 
It was her final race at Arkansas State. You can kind of hear the emotion. And we heard it, you know, when she was here a few weeks ago, just how much she's enjoyed her time here. But her uh, track career, certainly not over with. She had mentioned to us that, you know, she has the long-term goal of competing in the Olympics for Germany. And uh, we wish her the best of luck in that. But congratulations to Paulina Meyer being a first-team All-American. And then somebody we were also rooting very hard for, Cameron Newton-Smith, finishing eighth in the heptathlon. And that was after starting the final day in 15th place, but able to move up over the course of those final three events and earn first-team All-American as well. And I know she was excited just to be able to finish at nationals because and we talked about it a little bit last week that was the big story going in three times before she had at least qualified for nationals and just wasn't either able to compete or able to finish and this time she was able to do that yeah and certainly she deserved it uh just the chance and she made a big push and PR'd in some events uh, coming down the stretch and jumped up to first team All-America status. First time in A-State women's track and field history to have two first team All-Americans in the same season. Yeah, that is fantastic. This track and field program just continues to add to the list of accomplishments. And look, there were two other A-State athletes that were in Austin last week. Imar Palmasimo, who had a great season, finishes as an honorable mention All-American in the hammer throw, and Bradley Jelmer, honorable mention All-American in the pole vault. If Coach Patchell was sitting here, because I've had this conversation enough times with him over the years, this is the next step he wants to take. He wants A-State to qualify enough kids to the nationals and in place well enough that arkansas state scores team points you know, enough to show up on the board at the nationals and and it's certainly the direction this thing seems to be headed we'll be back to wrap things up here on the second to none podcast presented by simmons bank right after this you raised your family here did every july 4th here refinish the floors here twice sized up your daughter's boyfriends here waited in the doorway all day when your son was coming home on leave This place has given you all you've dreamed of, and now it's giving again in the form of a gourmet kitchen and the quietest dishwasher known to man. Realize your dream with a home equity line of credit from Simmons Bank. Dreams realized. SimmonsBank.com. Member FDIC, equal housing lender, subject to credit approval. Well, we've been talking about it the last several weeks. We've been making the rounds across the region. I was about to say across the state, but uh, we actually were out of state. Went across the river for our final Howl on Wheels caravan event last Tuesday night in Memphis and really, really enjoyed it. Brad, you went over. You had the whole family there. and uh, Most of it. Part of it. Well, yeah, most of the family. I love the question from uh, Brody, <laughs> your son. He asked the question during the Q&A with Coach Hodson. Well, Why do people say you look like my dad? Yeah. Let's talk about the whole deal. First of all, the caravan stop itself. The the Mississippi Terrace is a really cool space. Didn't know it existed. Yeah. And it's outdoors. It's on, the, what, the third, third level floor, yeah. uh, of the Bass Pro Shops there at the Pyramid. I was blown away with how nice it was up there. Yeah, really nice spot. Uh, so a really cool spot for the event. Uh, and there were a lot of you know athletic staffers on hand. Both men's and women's basketball had their entire coaching staffs there. So a lot of 
presence internally. It was not a hard sell to get my younger two to say, hey, you want me to pick you up and let's go to the pyramid? Well, that's going to be a yes. So uh, hopefully that can continue to be the spot for an event like that because it was a cool one. Now, with that said, you're up there with Hodson. Yeah. It comes to the time where, you know, hey, does anybody have any questions? And uh, this crowd was good, but they weren't a real there quiz- weren't a lot inquisitive of, one. Yeah, yeah. Most of our stops, we had a lot of questions. And in this stop, we, we didn't have as many. Our, our speakers knew by the last one, I guess, they did such a good job with their information <laughs> that they left no stone unturned. <laughs> That's true. Now, Paige and I are sitting at this table on one side. Of the, so we're not near our boys who are, you know, 10 and 7. And matter of fact, Brody, the 10-year-old's over there sitting by Davey Carter and Coach Jones is standing beside him. That's who he's between. <laughs> Davey Carter and Coach Jones. He's hanging out with the big shots. (laughs) But we're a good, we're 10 yards or more away. Uh And his mother and I see his hand go up. And we're like, oh, crap. (laughs) You know, at this point, our only hope, because we're too far away to do anything about it. Yeah. So the only hope was that you wouldn't call on him. Had to. I needed some questions (laughs) from the audience. So sure (laughs) enough, yeah. Brody, what do you got? (laughs) And I had no clue what was coming out of this (laughs) guy. And it's what he came up. Why does everybody say you look like my dad? Yeah. Now, I will say this. Personally, I've never seen it. But you go back to when it was rumored Arkansas State was hiring Brian Hodson. I was getting blown up on social media. Texts and tweets and DMs and stuff that this guy looks like you. Alex, I, I personally have never seen it, but it, I was getting it a lot. And so that's the question he asked. Coach Hodson had a good answer. He said, he said you had better hair. He said I had better hair, but he said we only really look alike if he's sitting down and I'm standing up because then we're about the same height. So here's the funny thing. Just that day, the yeah. day of that caravan stop, my boss's wife told her that he was at a restaurant in downtown Jonesboro having dinner with some people, and he looked across the way, and he said, well, there's, there's Bobo sitting over there. And uh, was one, you know, he even told the people, hey, there's Bobo over there. And about that time – a young brunette comes strolling in and sits down with Bobo. And they're like, what is he doing? <laughs> they're like, man, he's how bold. <laughs> and so that's nothing new. No. And, and so anyway, after the uh, caravan stop ended Thursday, coach and Jordan, his girlfriend yeah. and Paige and I all took a photo together and texted it. To her boss, so he could see the difference. Uh, Jordan is sitting down. Paige is standing by Jordan. I'm standing by Paige, and Coach is standing by me. We look like four bars of cell phone signal. <laughs> I can see that, yeah. And he responded, like, oh, I didn't recognize the height difference. Anything else we need to talk about, or does that pretty much I cover think it? That, uh, that probably about does it. <laughs> it's been a fun episode. We really appreciate Miss Arkansas, Corey Keller, for joining us. Couldn't be more proud of her. Yeah. And you reached out and set that thing up, and within 30 minutes, we were yeah. interviewing her. Yeah, so we appreciate yeah, her doing that on short appreciate notice. Appreciate her and uh, her willingness to want to do that. And we got lucky to kind of fit in the window. And so appreciate uh, her team kind of helped pull that off. And yeah, real short notice. And I, I tell you, unashamedly tell you that I, I sat and watched Miss Arkansas Saturday night, my 17 year old daughter, and I just literally could not have been happier of just the feelings that made me feel for Corey to get that they did something she's i know she's put so much work into and i can't wait to see her reign as miss arkansas 
for everyone that's been a part of this episode. For Brad, I'm Matt. Have a great week, everybody.